Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch our bandit run. We are back Monday morning, three news with a view. I'm dude number three, Delp Kennedy. It's a cool, crisp fall morning. Uh, the Vols are winning. Uh, Central High School, not so much, but we'll get to all that. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? I'm doing well, Delp. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Delp. <laughs> I've just eaten some orange toast, drinking my orange coffee. Looking at my orange computer. <laughs> oh, and speaking of orange, here is Carrie Powers, regular special guest dude on Monday, all decked out in her orange. How are you, Carrie? Good. What a treat to get to hear the word orange said so many times by Mr. York. Thank you. Well, y'all bested us this time. It's been a long time coming, Carrie. It's been a long time coming. And, of course, Mr. York's a Louisiana man, folks, uh, born and raised, so... Uh oh Lord, I I texted Clay. Just hurt my heart. Just hurt my heart. Fans start leaving in the third quarter, man. You know, whew, Death Valley was in a in a sad state today, this weekend. Oh me and I, I I texted Clayton over the weekend. I said these people are going to be unbearable. <laughs> Un, I, I, unbearable. I, I, you saw what I told you next, though. I said, you think this is bad? Just think if they were to win this Saturday. I'm telling you. don't say that. I'm just telling you right now, the whole state's going to smell like mothballs. I'm just telling you. <laughs> what uh, that it's going to be rough. All that orange is coming out of the closet and attics. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Lord, but they'll be down there trying to borrow suits from the jail. You know? I'm telling you. Hey, I'm not telling you right now. If they were to win Saturday. Oh, All right. For those of you who don't know, there, there are a few who don't. Uh, the University of Tennessee is going to play Alabama this coming Saturday. That That game will be on both Kennedy Broadcasting stations, both uh, this station, WKOM, uh, will be the Alabama broadcast, and over on WKRM 103.7 will be the University of Tennessee's broadcast of the same game. So just choose the one or flip the channels back and forth to get a different perspective. The University of Alabama... uh, Rated number six and Tennessee rated number eight. All right, I didn't know where the ratings are going. Alabama's, I think they're three, Mr. York. They're three? Okay. okay. They, they were one, and they fell to three. Um, but, yeah, this is the first time both teams have been undefeated. Now, where uh, is that game in Tuscaloosa? It's in Knoxville. It's in Knoxville. Oh, oh and, my goodness. Um, SEC and college game day. College game day is coming back. College game day. Why am I having trouble with that? They're coming back, and SEC. SEC uh, Nation. going to be there. It's, yeah. It's going to be big. Oh, it's oh Lord! I I mean I just it ought to if, be a sold out stadium. It already is. I was talking to my ticket rep this morning, and um, 
I know of a student that didn't there, you know, there's not enough student tickets for the number of students. And I know of a student that didn't get one. So I was reaching out and he just like it before eight o'clock this morning. It was like, no way. Mm. 400 plus a ticket online right now for one mm. ticket. You know, yeah. and, and Carrie, who's going to win? I'm not going there. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I'm not that dumb. I'm thankful we are having a good year. I mean, Tennessee played well. LSU is a very good team, uh, and Tennessee just played well. Hendon Hooker uh, is – he is liked by the sportscasters, and he is a good quarterback. Uh, we are, we're in a good spot. Uh, and, you know, the broadcaster said, if Tennessee plays healthy, if Tennessee plays well, we do have a shot this weekend. And it's been a long time since we could even, like, hold on to that. So I'm just going to sit tight and enjoy the game, and we will see. Hooker might have a chance. I'm out to an Alabama fan, that's for sure. Hooker might have a chance at rating in the uh, Heisman. You know, I really think he does, and I hope – I mean, clearly I hope he does, but I think it, it, that would – So Hooker is the quarterback at Tennessee, list. yeah. He uh, should be in the top of the list. And he should – yeah, absolutely. And I'm telling you right now, if Bryce Young doesn't play, Alabama doesn't have a chance. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Everybody watched the game Saturday night. Um, our backup quarterback – cannot throw the football and that's what tennessee does so well you're gonna have to score points and uh i'm just telling you bryce young doesn't play that streak's over i was in the stadium the last time tennessee won against alabama that was in the fall of 2006 um I, i'm just telling you if, if he doesn't play which i think he's gonna play i, I do think he's gonna play uh, but if he was to get hurt watch out what happens, you go in the game, Clayton. You might give him good luck. Nah, Mr. York, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not going to pay four hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Y'all, this the place is going to go crazy. The whole town's, the state's going to go crazy. Uh, but it's fun to watch. But Lord, I mean, the the, the thing about big orange fans is you got to love them. But once they get uncorked, when they start winning. Oh my goodness! It's just oh, and here's the thing. They I mean, could... I went to two different. You said what I do this weekend. Unfortunately, I I went to uh, visitation for uh, two lifelong friends. Uh, uh, one Saturday, one Sunday, uh, who who died within the last week or two, and um, but at both of those visitations, I'm running into people going. Hey, how, what about the big orange? We're going to beat Alabama next weekend. And I'm going, okay, let's can't wait. Let's see how it goes. Well, you know, and I tell you, I tell you I mean, what's but neat. But the departed can't rest in peace with this going on. Well, and we just happen to be 101.7 WKOM, just happens to be the affiliate uh, of the week for the Alabama broadcast. So that's that's going to be neat. You can bet Nick Saban is feeding them boys gunpowder this week because they didn't look too hot this weekend. Oh, I mean, they, they, Alabama was fortunate to win that ball game Saturday night. Very. Yeah, that score was a lot fortunate. closer than it should have been. I, again, the, the Alabama started. They played uh, A&M, Texas A&M? They did, yes, sir. And uh, both teams without their starting quarterbacks, and uh, you could tell uh, Alabama's offense did not look good. So. 
We will see. That's why they played the game. It, it yeah. like I said, it, I think Alabama opened as eight point favorite. I don't know what the line is right now. So, well, y'all, that is going to be a sight. I mean, Alabama at Knoxville, Nayland Stadium, one hundred thousand screaming fans, brimming with opt- optimism and thirsting for blood. Uh, orange everywhere. Only in Tennessee can you go to jail, go deer hunting, and go or go to a football game in the same outfit. Uh, <laughs> it never gets old. It never gets old. Uh, and, Tennessee uh, undefeated. Yep. I mean that is going to be. I, I mean, just pull the curtain on that scene. One hundred thousand screaming fans, uh, <laughs> thirsting for blood and. Here comes the red blood of Alabama. You know, as a kid, Tennessee beat Alabama seven years in a row. And I'm getting flashbacks of the jokes I used to get as a kid in school. You know, they'd always say, what does the moon and Tennessee have in common? They both control the tide. You know, stuff like that, you know. so Oh, Lord, I, I was in law school up there when... Uh, and the, the, those games, I mean, you, you, I'd get out the next morning and go to class, and, I mean, literally there'd be burned-up cars and furniture and stuff in the streets. Well, specifically after the 1982 win, that ended a streak that Alabama had, and it was also Bear Bryant's last game in Knoxville. Yeah, the, the, the goalpost ended up being carried. They're, they ended up at Cumberland Avenue somehow. So Wow. Well, that's impressive. Did you know that Phil Fulmer committed to Bear Bryant and then changed his mind? I, I do remember that he was he was recruited by Alabama, they said, but yes. I, I was fortunate enough to get to have dinner with him one night, and he told that, and he said that he had to, you know, on the field. He it was a, There were some colorful stories from that, but yeah, he had to go back and you know, face him and be like, sorry. <laughs> well, we, of course, I'm so thankful he did <laughs> change his mind. Aside from uh, the attending services for two lifelong friends over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, different different folks, the, um, I, I drove in from the, sur- I was at Oaks and Nichols yesterday. I always, you know, Oaks and Nichols is, uh, you, you know that's uh, they do such a good job over there, but uh, and uh, but of course the the uh, the visitation for the family of my friend's wife uh, was was there, and uh, I, go, I but I, I drove up uh, and enjoyed visiting there though and seeing a lot of old friends that I haven't seen and you know 40 years and it, it was great but in a sense but anyway i drive up to my drive i drive into my driveway and i look parked there and there's this white car and it is plugged in to an outdoor plug in my in my driveway what? It's, it's a damn tesla and I thought, oh man, where in the hell did this thing come from? <laughs> and it's plugged in in my driveway, and I, I didn't want any of the neighbors to see, you know, that there was a. So I, I got my truck, and I parked it where you, you know, you couldn't see the plug in the Tesla from the road, and finally, it, it, it's the daughter is home, and that's the boyfriend's car, and it's plugged in in my driveway. You know, and things that you would you would never think you would ever see. Oh, embarrassing. I mean, just embarrassing. 
She's saving energy, Delk. She's saving energy. Are you anti- yeah, saving energy by plugging into my plug. Hell, will save you energy all day long. Yeah. And, and you have been converted, my friend. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, it's like finding a... Uh, EV in the family. Man, gee whiz, that's an Lily abomination. Ball is not, Lily Ball's up in heaven uh, frowning on you, Delk Kennedy. The Nikola Tesla. <laughs> when, when, Carrie, re, re, your husband Reeves has got one, does he? We do. We sure do. Well, now Reeves is hardly a, the, uh, you know, he, he's hardly the woke type. I mean. Yeah, you you should have. I'm going to come take you for a ride. The yeah, experience I, of that I, Tesla is the bomb.com. You'll feel like you're on a roller coaster. It, Mr. York's been for a ride with me. Did it not feel like you were like, I mean, it's like that roller coaster sensation when you're like pressed back. It's an experience, Delk. I thought my ears went in the back of my head when you took off. I, I was going to say, Delk, <laughs> if uh, if you haven't, I don't know what model Tesla it is, but these things can go from zero to 60 in like less than three seconds. Three seconds. That's exactly. Like that. Not even a whisper. That's exactly what the world needs. Is my daughter loose on the road? She's two <laughs> zero to six. <laughs> oh, she's she's a little scary at thirty miles an hour. You don't and have to be. And it's got no brakes now. There's no brakes on a Tesla. Oh come on now. You just take your foot off the accelerator. Is that true, Carrie? It does have a braking mechanism. There are brakes. But when you let off, it breaks. And if you have it on cruise and someone is slower in front of you, it will break for you. Um, but it does have brakes. You need brakes. You definitely need brakes. <laughs> definitely was scared now. And it's parked in my driveway with the damn cord going out, plugged into my power outlet. And it belongs to the boyfriend, apparently, and he's off some, I don't know. Well, is the boyfriend woke, or does he just... The boyfriend just, must be really woke. I, I don't think he's particularly woke, I didn't, uh, but... Um, he's got aware. money in his pocket, saving on gas. There you go. There you go. I don't know. Of course, one thing that's a little different is, and I saw it again this morning, it had mud all over it. You don't see Tesla with mud all over it very much. And... Uh, both my children were raised feral, basically. My daughter had been out on a camping trip on a place called Centennial Island, which is along the Mississippi River with a bunch of friends. And and um, and, and it's about as remote a place as you're going to find in the eastern United States. It's, uh, it's way back in there. You leave the levee and drive about eight miles to get to the sandbar where they camp. So... Yeah, I mean, it's a mixed bag. You know, a, a, a Tesla and the rugged, great outdoors are not thought of uh, much together. But anyway, I think Your it's Your grandkids gonna... each will have one. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's going to be plugged into my power pole all week. All right, let's take a break and come back.
For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Estate Plan Stan, and I'm hosting a free estate planning seminar on Saturday, October 15th at 10 a.m. right here in Columbia at the Memorial Building. We will talk about wills, trusts, and how to protect your life savings from the high cost of the nursing home. If estate planning is still on your to-do list, don't miss this free event in Columbia. 
Join me on Saturday, October 15th. Call 931-363-7222 to RSVP or visit estateplanstand.com. And I am Estate Plan Stand. He's found it down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch our bandit run. Welcome back, Monday edition, Three Dudes with a View. We're kicking off this fine fall week right here at WKOM FM 101.7. Uh, you can listen to us and watch us by just just type in WKOM, go to our webs, website. And you also though, can catch our podcast, and I, I want to keep talking about that. Just go anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever. Uh, and type in three dudes with a view and it'll come right up and you can listen to us at your convenience uh, and, and uh, if you're having any trouble with that give us a call but i've even i've tried it several times and have had absolutely no no trouble and i think if you know how to talk to your ask yeah ask uh, alexa yeah yeah if you know how to talk to your phone which i don't i, I that's that's an optic i just don't ever want to see myself in <laughs> but um if you know how to talk to your phone, say play three dudes with a view, and and it, it should do it. Yes, absolutely. All right, I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mister Jim York, uh, Louisiana fan, born and raised. Uh, disappointed, but still still out there smiling on this Monday morning. How are you, Mister York? Good morning, Del. Drive it in, old man. Drive it in. <laughs> it, it it was surprising, uh, and I'm not a, a big sports follower, but I I listened to that game and uh, and UT just uh, dominated it. And uh, LSU is a you know they're they're perennially they may not be number one, but they're perennially in there. They are. And uh, uh, I think Kelly's gonna get some nice love letters. Yeah, Brian Kelly Delk, if you don't know, he's the, LSU. he's the new head coach at LSU. He had been at Notre Dame for the past decade. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's getting paid a lot of money. A lot Close of money. Close to $100 million. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me those TV contracts aren't huge. Good grief, yeah. Ten years, $100 million. No. Close to $100 million and not winning. That doesn't set well in Baton Rouge. Doesn't set well in College Station, Texas, either, where Jimbo Fisher's, you know, golly. Um, yeah, that was the talk of the town on that whole mess. I don't know if he'll survive. Doesn't sound good. No, they're pay- they, they, he was on a $98 million contract. So, Well, if Kelly doesn't win one more game, or if he loses the next game, I can see the board of regents getting together and and getting him a bus and a and a and a moving van. Well, y'all, I mean, there's no doubt. I I've been there. It's been years. Uh, gosh, it's probably been the '80s at least, maybe the '70s that I was there in Nayland Stadium in Knoxville. When, I mean, there all of a sudden that you got a hundred thousand people, you got the big orange navy, you got the pride of the Southland marching band, and UT has 
you know is is ranked in the top five in the nation and and an, an alabama or, or georgia or somebody uh, you know a big game comes on and i mean when 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 those teams come out onto the field in daily stadium and it, and that is the atmosphere it's charged it's something else and, oh. and we're, you, we're going to see that this uh this saturday oh i mean this is the first time that this game like i mentioned earlier has had two undefeated teams uh since 1989 and this will also be the first time that two that both teams will be in the top six in the nation playing a game at neyland stadium since 1998 i mean when those when those teams come rushing out of that locker room and onto the field it's you're going to be you get enough electricity out of that crowd to power up Knoxville and Chattanooga too, probably maybe even Nashville. I mean, it, wow. it's it's going to be and like Kerry said with College Game Day and SEC Nation being there, it, it's going to be unbelievable. It really is. Wait, Clayton, I don't know what you think about it, but it looks like every time every year that Tennessee best Florida, they have an excellent season. Now, I don't know if they're going to beat Alabama. I think it's going to be close, or it may not be close, but looks like they run the tables. Remember, they had Peyton. Peyton never could beat Florida. Right. And T. Martin came in the year Peyton left and beat Florida and ran the tables. Yeah. Um, you know, Hendon Hooker and this offense and what they're able to do is really – Incredible! Um, it's the air raid. It's it's Mike Leach's offense. But if you want a taste of what the Vol Nation's thinking, tune in today on this station at two o'clock for the Tony Basilio show. Tony, after the game on Saturday, did an overtime period. Uh, it's a call-in show. It's called the Fifth Quarter Show for nearly eight hours on Saturday, all the way through the Alabama game that evening. Uh, in fact, he had a countdown clock that said, we want Bama on the screen during this post-game show. So if, if you've listened to Tony, if you know Tony, it's all about the Vols. And it is, uh, it's one of the wildest shows you'll listen to on radio. And I have a feeling today is going to be extra exciting. So There we go. Just Two o'clock this station, folks. Uh, Tony Basilio, and if there's ever been more tension on the Vols, it's not been this much. It more, it hadn't been like this lately. I'll put it that way. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been and a long time. We got two Tony B's going. Our baseball coach and this other Tony B. We got two Tony B's. Here we go. Uh, Carrie, are, are you going to go to the game? Yes, sir. All right. You know she's not going to miss it. She's not going to okay, miss it. We that. will leave after the Lincoln Central Lincoln County game for a late night ride to Knoxville. All right. Well, there's the segue, folks. Uh, yeah, we got to talk. Mobile? You taking the mobile? No, we got to no, talk. We about- don't do the. Te- we would have to stop and charge, so we're not that woke. Yeah, we're happy to pay for gas when it's convenient. For us. What, what about that tricked-out orange ambulance y'all have? Where, where is it's that? up there. Spire Sports, the NIL organization's using it. It's doing what it's meant to do. It's rallying the corral. They took that oh, thing oh. all the way to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you told us. Yes. And folks, but anyway. this is a converted ambulance that's uh, uh, now a big orange mobile, I guess. It's- it is. It'll play Rocky Top from the front and back. You can watch the games on the TV, all the SEC you want. Carrie, have you heard about Jalen McCullough? No. He was, char- he was charged yesterday with aggravated assault. Uh. 
Please. Well, yeah. Now you now you know that you the big orange is all the way back. Their 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 players are getting charged with felonies again. They are back. Well, I, I prefer to focus on the Jabari Small Briarcrest, my high school. Hello, that's a playmaker. Yes, he is. Yep, the Vols are all the way back. With, I mean, the good old felony bookings come rolling in. That means they are a well-oiled machine doing what they do. All right, let's talk about Columbia Central High School last Friday night. And bless them. And what happened when they went down to Giles County to play Giles County? Uh, and Clayton, Clayton was there. He was making the calls on uh, our sister station, well, actually, that, game was, both, on, that yeah. game was on both stations. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the on only this game, station yeah. and, on, and on WKRM. And, uh, and, uh, and you can, the, the podcast of that is out there, is it not, Clay? Not yet, but it will be. Not, it will we're be. working on it. It will be by the end of the day, babe. Okay, we're working on it. And, and I can assure the people that go back and listen, um, you did not miss the last six minutes and 58 seconds. That, that, that's actually the point in the ball game where the officials called the game. All right. Now let's, all right. There's the end of the story. The officials just with six minutes, 58 seconds left to play in the game. A fight broke out and with no explanation at all. The officials just – what is there, some signal for that's the game? Yeah, they hold the football up above their head. Hold the football up. They just, they just call the game, and everybody walked off the field. And there, there's been no explanation given that I'm aware of so far. Do you know, Clayton? No, no not, there really hasn't. And, Carrie, I don't know if you were at the game or not, but – I mean, nobody got e- – what was crazy is nobody got ejected. Uh, All right, well, let's set the stage. All right, it's Giles County versus uh, Central High School. Central's the visitor. Uh, Giles County's the host. They're playing in that really neat downtown stadium that they've got down there. Sam Davis Park. Yeah, and uh, – been there forever. I went to many a game there when I was in high school. I wasn't playing ball, but I was I was going to see the games. And uh, just a, one of one of the neater venues for a football game, I think, a high school football game that that I've ever encountered. And but so there, you're in the what? So they play what three quarters? Four four quarters. So you're in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we're in the fourth quarter. And Central is losing pretty badly. What was the score? Yeah, at the time it was forty nine to twenty eight. It was a twenty eight twenty one game at halftime, and uh, needless to say, Giles County came out in the third quarter and put up a couple of touchdowns and and extended the lead, and they had a twenty one point lead. Forty nine to twenty eight. Forty nine twenty eight. Uh, Giles a, County winning in the third quarter, six minutes, 58 seconds to go. And there, then, there was a play made out of bounds in the uh, – I guess a player was driven out of bounds into the Giles County bench. And that's when uh, all the shoving and uh, extra activity happened. Did both benches empty? Uh, both benches did not empty, which they they which it was on their sideline. But we had players on the field that went into their sideline okay. after it started. Uh, the officials called multiple personal fouls on both teams, and then then that's when they ended the game. Now I did just get a message uh, not long ago saying uh, uh, that both coaches. Had agreed to stop the game because of where it was going. 
So, huh? Well, that's something we didn't know. That's all right, and we had no idea of knowing that during the game the other night. Um, which, you know, I never saw an official go to the Columbia sideline. They may have. I just didn't see it uh, because we were trying to figure out what was going on down there. But uh, according to um, our friend that would definitely know, um, he said both coaches agreed to end it. So. Agreed to end it right there uh, with six minutes, 58 seconds left to go. Now, uh, Clayton, you were talking. Of course, the folks, Clayton and our very own Lou Maddox uh, called the game, the broadcast, uh, down there last Friday night. And so they were they were watching. They were there. Uh, Clayton, you also discussed that uh, Central had a lack of players. Or a, yeah, Um they typically they lead into that whole night is just disappointing in my book. Now, and Carrie, you've got a son, Richard, who plays on the team, correct, as a freshman? Correct. Yeah, they only took one bus. Um, I think they had 16 players out last Tuesday. Um, and basically, um, if you didn't show up to practice at all last week, you didn't get to travel. And they had several kids show up on Friday wanting to to dress out and play football that hadn't been there all week. And they were told to, we'll see you Monday at practice, but to have a good night. And they did not travel. That's the way it ought to be. I agree. I I have a a classmate. We talk about that all the time. We had a, a team and we had to play a team, normally a pretty good team. And half of our team didn't show up. And we went on, played the game, took the thumping. And the next week, the coach allowed those players that never showed up to play. And and we still talk about that after, what, 50-some years, that it was wrong. He should have – if they didn't want to go and and have tough competition, they shouldn't have been allowed back on the field. Wow. And that's still something that you and a, a teammate from 50 years ago talk about. Right. Yeah, still something we talk about occasionally. All right, well, Kerry, I'm sorry, Mr. York, go ahead. I was going to say the coach should have had the the ump to to tell those, if they didn't want to play the tough games, don't come back to try to play any of the other games. Well, I don't think they didn't want to play the tough games. I think they just wanted to, like, enjoy, you know, some Xbox during fall break is what it was. And, um, you know, that is consistent with a lot of the character that we've seen. I mean, you've got kids struggling in every week. I quit. I quit. Yep. It's just disappointing. Um, that's just not what sports are about in my book. Right. And, um, you know, I'm glad the coaches didn't let them play if they chose not to come to practice. But it's, it's a, I mean, Clayton, what do you have to say about that? I'm just, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken over some things going on in that program. And I'm not pointing at the coaches. I think they're doing the best they can, but... There's just been some hard, hard, hard knocks. Oh, I agree, and uh, I think uh, it's it's a it's several different things, uh, but but at the end of the day, everybody's got to be bought in, and that's not just the players. That's that's the parents too. Right. And when parents aren't bought in and act ridiculous at ball games. And uh, say some of the things they say. Oh my gosh! On my way out of the stadium, I heard a mom say some stuff, and I was just appalled. And I, no, I, I, I don't, let's, let's be a little more specific. Is this a central mom or a Giles County? Central mom. mom. Oh, central mom. And what was the subject? What'd she say? 
I have a feeling I know who you're talking about, and I don't think we want to go there. Uh, I just, I mean, screaming four-letter words and yeah. blah, 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 and blah. I mean, I mean, it, it's no wonder that the kids, act, some of the kids act the way they do when you see yeah. the way some of these parents behave. Okay. It's, yeah. it's got youth football written all over it. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a break. This, it's a, that's a bad state of affairs. Uh, This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. And they never heard from him again. Now that's scary. But listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box. But he left without buying one, missing his chance at $75,000. That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween jumbo box. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Paul has risen. Soon I will satisfy my thirst for a win. And there is only one way to do it. By playing the new October Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Fly by your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer for some instant fun. I'll meet you there. You can count on it. (laughs) With October Instant Games, you could sink your teeth into top prizes of up to $500,000. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Alright, we are back. Three minutes with the view. I'm Bill Kennedy. I am dude number three. Uh, you know, what can you do if you find a Tesla plugged up in your driveway? <laughs> you know, you I, be a man. Be a man, Bill. I want to experience this thing. Be a oh, man, Bill. Take it. Take it. Things you'd never expect to hear I, Delk say. I, I, I need Tesla a support, in driveway. I need a support group. <laughs> All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. I'll support you, Delk. Keep Buying them Teslas, buddy. Oh, the battery plants. I didn't buy a Tesla. Helpful. Don't start that rumor. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did not buy a Tesla. You All just right. had one charger in your driveway. All right. Yes. Yeah. I think it's yours. I think it's kind of hiding the fact that you spent that money on that EV. Oh, Lord. I mean, how how would I check on cattle in a Tesla? Anyway, uh Driving regular, <laughs> regular special guest too uh, on Mondays and real big orange fan with her orange on this morning, Carrie Powers. How are you? Excellent, very excellent. Thank you. All right. You. Although, Dilk, I do think those. I think you're underestimating the power of a Tesla to do a little bit of off road. I mean, only only to a point, but I'm not. Well, the thing drags the ground. I hadn't got any ground clearance at all. Have you seen the truck they're making though? It looks like something from outer space. Uh, which, if Musk is doing it, it's going to be great. Yeah, and it sort of gives me mixed feelings about Tesla because. Elon Musk, he he's really an equal opportunity. Uh, I mean, he just he just says screw you to whoever to, yeah. to, to whoever he he doesn't he doesn't line up with anybody. And um, he's about to own Twitter. He's about to own Twitter, and Tesla, uh, you know, is treated like the you know the White House has a a summit on EV uh, vehicles. And the leading manufacturer in the market by far is Tesla. And Tesla's not invited because they don't have a union shop. You're only, you're only invited to, to the EV summit if, uh, if, if you got, if your car is made by the UAW. And, uh, and, and Musk is rightfully mad at, you know, and that's, um, that's that's the way Democrats do. They want to pick winners and losers, and not have a free and competitive marketplace. And the people who get hurt are the consumers. Uh, yeah, all you got to do is let a few people that. organize, Dale. Well, Mr. York, yeah. I, I don't know if there've been any organization efforts out there, but you know there there are laws to protect that if people have tried to do that. Uh, you know, I, 
I mean, I, I don't know if there've been there've been any organization efforts. So, hey, there is a podcast uh, on it's uh, on Wandry. It's Business Wars, and it's Tesla versus Detroit. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tesla, and and boy, you talk about taking on the Goliath, and and uh, it's not just. It's not just GM; it's the UAW who uh, are wanting to yeah. do everything they can to put Tesla out of business. And yeah, and then the way they sell, you know, sell them like it's interesting. Their their model was to not have showrooms and things like this. You and it, it really was an interesting podcast. If um, right, whether it's woke or not, it's pretty interesting podcast. Yeah, that the, the um, that, that's another trend of the industries where. Tesla wants to sell direct and without dealers in between. Uh, some uh, governmental shenanigans will end the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you've got to admire Musk. Uh, he's um, he he's like I said he's he, he doesn't line up on either side, and he'll gore whatever ox needs goring. Uh, Clayton's over here nodding. His no, head. I mean, what are you it, thinking about Clayton? He look, and you look at what he's done with SpaceX. It, it's it's incredible. Just beat the hell out of the the. Uh, it's sort of a uh, uh, what do you what a, what am I an oligopoly of, of you know it's sort of Boeing and North American uh, sort of they. It's always it's for years. If you want to, if you want to go to space, you know, if somebody wants to build something for NASA, if NASA needs something built, you have to go to Boeing and North America and, and those companies, or go to hell. And uh, Musk and, has done it on his own, and and now Musk has done it with his own capital, and uh, he's building much better rockets than Boeing or North America. And this you know latest turkey that they tried to build, what was it's called the. It was supposed to be their moon rocket. They've been trying to launch it now for the test rocket for several months, and every time they have to scrub the launch. Yep. What, what's the name? Orion? Orion, uh, I believe. And, and yeah. And, but it's good it, for the country. you got an alternate path to get people up to the space station, and I think uh, SpaceX just put some yeah, they three did. four astronauts up there, so that's good. They just, we, we, we shouldn't be relying on Russia. That's that's good. Sure. Well, and we have been for years, and we still, as North American and Boeing, uh, and the big bugaboo is, I understand it, and I'm no, no expert on this, but to build and develop a suitable rocket engine for uh, these type of launches uh, uh, is is apparently an amazing technical feat. One that we accomplished as a nation, and Boeing and Rockwell and all those did it uh, in the 60s and early 70s. Um, and But in the meantime, and, and I've, I've asked one of my Boeing friends, you know, and in the meantime, I'll, but in the last rocket engine that we developed was the one for the space shuttles, you know. And then we went for years, I, I started in the 80s, I think. Up until now, uh, we developed no rocket engines. And even I kept asking one of my Boeing friends, what about those engines that launched Apollo and Gemini and Mercury? You know, uh, can't you dust off the plans for those and just build those again? You know, and so what happened in those intervening years is Mr. York's right. The Russians were the only ones with viable rocket engines. And so even 
even in our own stuff, we were buying rocket engines from the Russians. And and uh, that was the only way to get into space for some 20-odd years after the space shuttle program shut down. And I asked my Boeing friend, why can't you just dust off those old plans from Gemini and Mercury and and use those rocket engines that we developed ourselves. He goes, oh, well, all those, all those old plans are gone. We just don't know how to do that. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah, the, and The technology and, is so antiquated for those right now compared to what, what exists today, SpaceX and, and, well, and the rest and, of the and, and my point is, even on Orion, they didn't, which is supposed to be their latest and greatest, NASA's latest and greatest, you know, done in... Boeing is always their sole contractor, or Boeing and Rockwell or whatever. It's called the Space Alliance Group or something, but it's big airspace. And uh, that thing does not have a new engine. They're actually using old, reconditioned space shuttle engines on that thing, um, which is just astounding to me. But that's what they're doing. And, of course, it hadn't launched yet. But in the meantime, Elon Musk gets out there, and from a clean drawing board, they developed one or, I think, maybe two brand-new rocket engines, which, now, this is, you know, folks, this is a big deal. You know, we and the Russians did it in the 60s. Then we just quit doing it. The Russians, I don't think, quit doing it but they kept updating i mean they they weren't developing new engines but they kept updating what they had uh and and had the only viable rocket engines through basically the 80s 90s and alts and so folks this you know this is something that two the two major economic powers of the world uh have struggled to do and here comes elon musk and it's developed, as Mr. York said, they 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 put they put four astronauts into space last week, sent them to the space station. I, I tell you what's amazing though about it, if you watch the SpaceX t- did Elon Musk, you watch SpaceX rockets take off, they come back down and they land upright. They are amazing. That is unbelievable. Exactly. That exactly. is un. They're able to reuse them because they are able to have them land upright out on a. You know, a, a platform, a platform out in the middle of the ocean. And you know what it's it, unbelievable. And it, it's on all the, the spot, on the, the spot. It, it's this floating platform, and the, and the name of the platform is uh, "Read Instructions" or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, Musk is always doing stuff like that. So this guy's sort of amazing. So I, I mean, that does feed into the Tesla equation. Um, in the meantime, folks, uh, the. Um, you know, just to touch on national news a little bit, let's see. I had an article here that uh, I, I wanted to comment on. Uh, FBI's crime data uh, for 2021 lacks data from 40% of police districts nationwide. And all right, we got about three minutes. So let me tell this real quick. I saw this, and I, I will. As an assistant, I work for the folks. A lot of you have attached a whole new amount of attention to DOJ and the FBI. I worked for the Department of Justice as an assistant United States attorney. Worked hand in hand with the FBI for almost twenty five years. Uh, 
and I I was there through Republican administrations and through Democratic administrations. Uh, and but one of the hallmarks of the Obama administration, from that inside perspective, uh, was their willingness to manipulate the statistics. Uh, you you know it, it would be like clockwork. Uh, the Department of Commerce or Department of Labor would issue these uh, great, uh, you know, unemployment down, economy up, blah, blah, blah. And then three months later, they would, where the press wasn't looking, didn't report a damn thing, they would issue the revised figures for the same period, which were always revised disasters. Uh, they they would be talking about how many people were being apprehended at the border and how all of our uh, detention centers for illegal aliens were full. And I was working with ICE every day while this was going on. I go, fellas, what's going on? Y'all, oh, no, we've been ordered not to arrest anybody. And I'd call down to the detention centers in Louisiana and Texas that were being reported as full. I go, how's it going down there? And they go, well, we're not doing, you know, we don't have anybody in here. And it's all easy. And so now, now, here we go. You know, this Democratic administration is manipulating uh, the crime statistics and their reports simply by just leaving out the very bad uh, districts. And, and this resulted in another follow-on story of this. Tennessee, number three in crime in the nation. Well, if what? you... if you, yeah. Tennessee, number three? Yeah, but, well, of course... I thought, that was, I thought this was a stable state, man. Well, and, of course, Tennessee's number three if you leave out Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, <laughs> St. Louis, Los Angeles. You leave all those out of your stats, Tennessee starts moving up real fast, you know. And so that's what... But your boys commit a lot of crime. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> That's what's going on. We're, we're just we're being told that it's raining while they're peeing on our legs. And uh, Democratic <laughs> administrations lie. All right, we're out of here, folks. We will see you tomorrow. You love it, Del. You love it. You know nice there's a systemic nice problem. Thing. What's up, Karen? Right, Karen? Uh, I like that phrase. Told it's raining while they're peeing on your leg. I like that. Oh, uh-huh. well, that's an old one. They are. All right, folks. Meanwhile, just get ready. The oranges, the oranges will be on the loose. And